of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Lincoln Live today is a conversation with the chair of the city council, James Michael Bowers. James, good morning. Good morning. I want folks to know that uh, Lincoln and Omaha were at times maybe, or it appeared to be, adversarial, uh, competing for similar things. There are a lot of reasons why Lincoln needs to know what Omaha's doing and Omaha needs to know what Lincoln's doing. Tomorrow... City leaders from the city council and Omaha leaders from the city council get together for a co-council summit. What will you talk about? I really enjoy these summits where we're able to get together and talk about things that each city is working on and uh, bringing up and uh, kind of help provide advice um, to our friends in the other city. Um, on Tuesday, when Lincoln and Omaha meet, we're gonna, one of the issues we're going to talk about is the American Rescue Plan priorities and process. And we're going to share how we partnered with our county and how we were able to develop a process to get that funding out to our communities for, uh, to help recover from the pandemic. And then also learn about how Omaha has been working uh, through their process. We're also going to talk about the Affordable Housing Action Plan um, that the legislature mandated that uh, uh, gets created. Um, we're going to share our process and lessons learned and what our final product looked like and uh, help Omaha kind of, uh, as they start their process to begin one, um, we can kind of help provide information and kind of some lessons learned from that. We're also going to talk about the climate action plan and talk about what our cities are doing for climate change and uh, talk about what went into our climate action plan and hear a little bit about what Omaha has on the horizon. We're also going to uh, get a legislative update from the League of Municipalities to help provide information on what's going to be coming up in the legislative session uh, over the next year. And then we're also going to be talking about mass transit. And I'm really interested to hear what Omaha is doing, what Omaha is doing with uh, rapid transit uh, up and down Dodge Street. And what are some things that both of our cities uh, could learn from one another and do better to have a better transit system? When you look at it from where you sit as a city council member does lincoln have more in common with omaha or differences with the state's largest city i think that there's definitely a lot of things that unite us together uh you know lincoln people from lincoln and people from omaha still have the same nebraskan values and uh still have uh families and a relationship with lincoln and omaha and our cities do overlap in terms of business and in terms of community. So I definitely think that there's a lot of similarities between Lincoln and Omaha. And having our, our sister city so close to us where we can uh, engage and learn from each other is great. And it's, even in between these summits, I've reached out to the Omaha City Council and the Omaha City Council's reached out to Lincoln to kind of have some more uh, informal conversations about things that are going on and projects that we've worked on and uh, how to make things even better when uh, uh, it goes through a second round in the, in, the city, uh, in the other city that it goes to. James Michael Bowers, chair of the city council, with me for a conversation on Lincoln Live. Let's turn to the $23 million that's available 
to uh, assist local attractions and business districts impacted by the COVID pandemic. This is American Rescue Plan state and local fiscal recovery money. Uh, how will this money be used? And give us some insight as to uh, when some of this money will actually make it into the hands of the businesses and the entities that need it. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, there's $23 million, uh, available uh, for assistance for local attractions and business districts that were impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. So it'll be distributed out in two ways. The County Visitor Promotion Advisory Committee will distribute about $6 million to events and attractions that will help draw people to Lincoln, and the committee will advise the county board in administering the uh, proceeds of the county lodging taxes. The city and county will then also distribute up to $17 million through a competitive grant program. And this is really going to help um, the tourism, travel, and hospitality industry as they really struggled through the pandemic. And so being able to use these dollars to help uh, make Lincoln attractive and to help boost our local economy and come back stronger than before is going to be uh, a huge asset. Um, applications uh, are being accepted from nonprofits uh, like foundations, board associations, art and cultural organizations, and business districts that are recognized by the city. And then a committee of city and county officials and members of related boards like the Tourism Advisory Board uh, will be reviewing the grant applications and then distributing them out. Um, really, the goal is to get these dollars out as quick as possible, uh, like we've seen with the other uh, 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 ARPA dollars that have come through, getting these out in the community as quick as possible so that way our city can start working on recovering and coming back uh, in strength as soon as possible. You say applications are being accepted right now. When do you go through that list and start distributing money? Yeah, so... Uh, letters of request are available on lincoln.ne.gov slash ARP. And so you can go in, uh, fill out a letter of request, and then the commission that's going to be uh, reviewing it will be getting together, I believe, within the next couple of months, or a couple of months, in the next couple of weeks, and then start reviewing um, uh, those projects. Uh, letters of interest are um, accepted until November 24th. Um, there's going to be a second round of proposals between November 24th to December 10th. Um, then second round of applications reviewed and accepted December 10th to December 29th. And then beginning in, in January of 2022, contracts developed and projects implemented. So it sounds like hopefully by the end of the year, um, uh, projects will be selected and then start getting those things out the door in the beginning of next year. With priority given to projects in low-income areas of the city, Hardest hit by the pandemic. Again, that's at lincoln.ne.gov backslash ARP, American Rescue Plan money. James Michael Bowers from the City Council here. Another subject uh, I want to bring up is the StarTran Transit Development Plan. Because as Lincoln grows and travel patterns change, there is a demand for transit that needs to evolve as well. So take us into that plan and what are some of the changes proposed to be or uh, that will be addressed, James? Yeah, so some of the biggest things that uh, are kind of coming through. So let me back up. So this is the second survey um, this year that uh, talks about uh, the StarTran Transit Development Plan. And this is really going to offer some preliminary service scenarios. And so these scenarios are really based on public feedback that, that were received in the summer of 2021 um, through 
all of the public engagement that StarTran did. So StarTran took the information in um, and then created a survey to really focus on potential scenarios to help focus in on what StarTran uh, should focus on. So there's a couple of different scenarios. Some of those are uh, a cross-town scenario, uh, which is emphasizes direct service along major north and south and east, west, and east and west streets to create a more stronger grid network. Um, there's a scenario where it emphasizes high-frequency service into and out of downtown uh, with opportunities to make transfers at more locations outside of downtown. And they, they have all these different scenarios. You go in, you can uh, rate, provide feedback, and then um, there'll be a development uh, of the, uh, the results of the survey in December. And then um, there's going to be another round of public meetings to present the preferred service alternative uh, in January and February. And then uh, a final uh, transit development plan will be completed in March. So now is really a good time for folks to uh, get their feedback in on these specific uh, uh, types of scenarios uh, of what our transit system could look like uh, in Lincoln. So I'd really encourage people to go in and uh, fill out the survey. It's at lincoln.ne.gov slash TDP. And then about half, about midway through the page, you'll see a draft service concepts and survey. You want to click on that. And then when you click on that, it'll take you through the list of scenarios and you can have an opportunity to provide your feedback. James, give me a sense of the public's acceptance of and use of StarTran. Uh, I'm sure you get citizen input saying, well, I, I see StarTran buses and they're empty. I see StarTran buses, there are one or two people on it. Give me a sense, that, and I know that's not fair in the scheme of things, all the buses that are running around the city, but a sense of acceptance uh, on the public's part to StarTran. I've been hearing from a lot of folks that they have really uh, started to utilize StarTran when uh, the city initiated uh, the zero fare busing uh, at the start of the pandemic, which has really encouraged people to get on a bus and be able to use that to go to work, uh, take their kids to daycare, or even go to school. So there's been some good that's come out of this the zero, zero fare busing uh, service that's been uh, provided right now. That being said, there is definitely room for improvement where uh, we talk about routes and how we structure where buses are going to go, when they're going to go there to make sure that it's as efficient as possible. Having a strong public transit system uh, helps encourage uh, young professionals to stay in the city and helps businesses grow, um, especially if folks don't want to drive their car to downtown Lincoln or uh, as gas prices continue to rise. Uh, uh, more cost-effective uh, option available where you, don't, where you don't have to worry about parking. So we do have a lot of folks that are increased their usage of uh, public transit, and I think we really need to keep that momentum going and really take the feedback on creating a better system that works for folks in Lincoln. There you go. Into city government for a few minutes with the chair of the city council, James Michael Bowers. James, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Dale. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for being here on KFOR for Lincoln Live.